Hey guys, welcome back to Date Night with Mark and Julia. I'm Mark. I'm Julia. And today, we're going to be talking about quarantine date night ideas. Cue the intro music, baby! (laughs) Obviously, with quarantine, we've had to expand our virtual date ideas. Today, we plan to rank ones from a Cosmopolitan article, with our own experiences in mind, and what we would want to try. Maybe this will give us some inspiration for future date ideas. Because honestly, after the same like two or three like games we play, you're always searching for new ideas. So Julia, do you want to start us off? Okay, so the first thing on the list is to arrange a virtual fancy date night. So we personally have not done this because... I feel like it's a little difficult considering we are three hours apart and dinner for us is at different times. I mean, it doesn't have to be a dinner date, but I feel as if that's the most common way to have a fancy date night. Also, who really wants to get out of their pajamas? I'm pretty sure very few of us have put on real clothes in the hundred plus days we've been in quarantine. So I would rank this probably a five out of 10 just because Why does it have to be fancy? Because I really don't want to change my clothes (laughs) in quarantine. What about you, Mark? You know, I'm going to give it also a 5 out of 10. I mean, cool concept, but yeah, same. I don't think I want to change out of what I've been wearing. I mean, the only reason I put on clothes is because you're the one that tells me to put on clothes in the morning. And we're not even together. Or else I'd just be in my underwear. So, I don't think that's the best idea. But I mean... If time zones kind of matched up, I would be down just to like share a meal with you. It's more I just so like you said. Yeah. Like if you broaden it out, I think it's a better idea. Yeah. Also, I feel like even before quarantine, we weren't really a fancy date night type of couple. I feel like we always preferred to have movie nights or either we like get takeout and it's almost always something like nachos or pizza or like Korean fried chicken so it's nothing ever fancy I feel like in the time that we've dated we probably only had one fancy date night and we've been dating for over a year and a half now so I feel like fancy date nights just really aren't our thing but if it's your thing go for it right yeah I mean the one time we attempted fancy date night we went to this like fancy pizza restaurant in Philadelphia yeah and they were playing Shrek the musical in the background I don't think it was was... meant to be fancy I think it was just one of like it's it's like compared to Maybe a Domino's, it's not as nice, but I don't think it was meant to be fancy. Did I think it was meant to be fancy? I mean, okay, to each his own. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. It's just not our thing, but I'm sure a lot of people have done this. Maybe, I don't know, like fancy on the top, but like sweatpants on the bottom type thing. It is what it is. Dude, yeah. I don't think we'll be doing this anytime soon, but encourage you guys to maybe check it out. Alright, so next on the list is starting a recipe exchange. I actually really love this idea. I think if maybe you're an interracial couple, it could be a great way to introduce your partner to your culture's food. I think me and Julia have shared a lot of experiences over food. Even within, both of us are Filipino, but even within our own families, we do recipes differently, even if they're the same dish. And I think I've actually learned a lot about the way... Julia like eats food is just like different from mine I just think that's really cool so sharing that with someone else I think could be fun I mean we are not the most avid cooks I think we we cook to survive exactly (laughs) 
I mean, we've talked about it before. Shin ramen. I mean, Julia makes bomb fried rice. She's actually getting really good at quarantine baking. That's yeah. besides the point. Yeah. But I mean, once again, I definitely think this is a cool idea. I'd rate it like a seven out of ten, six out of ten. I just think it's cool. I just don't know if it's feasible for us. Yeah, but I I do agree with Mark in the sense that it's been nice to see how his family eats Filipino food. We've noticed some like key differences in how we cook maybe pancit or sinigang or whatever it is. But I think I would probably rate this a 6 out of 10 just because, like Marga said, we're not really avid cooks. I feel like the only thing we cook are breakfast foods and frozen Trader Joe's things. So, I mean, I'm sure if you're more inclined to cook, this would be a really great idea. But for people who don't cook often, this is probably not the best thing. Okay, so the next idea on the list is to... Ooh, send sexy texts. How spicy. Spicy. Spicy, spicy. Um, I feel like all I have to say is if you're into it, do it. I mean, isn't it the same thing? I feel like you would even do this even if you weren't necessarily in quarantine, right? I would give this an 8 out of 10 only because you have to be careful not accidentally sending it to someone else. Or, you know, there's the thing about, I feel like most people send spicy text messages like at night and... Sometimes you might send a spicy text and then the person has already fallen asleep. And next thing you know, it's, you're like dry. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, if you have, also if the other person isn't into sending sexy texts, then it's kind of lame. I mean, it really has to be like a two-way street. Both of you have to be like, okay with it and know how to have fun with it. But if you want to do it, then do it. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah, all I have to say is send it season, like... I'd rate this some nine out of ten. It's pretty freaking. <laughs> it's pretty spicy. It's pretty hot. Uh, can I expose the fact that you said them? Um, I don't know. We might cut this part out. <laughs> but like I said, if you're into it, then you're into it. That's pretty much all that there is to it. I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty gas. Ten out, nine out of ten. What's the one out of ten that's missing? You're not with me. That's the point of this quarantine date list. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. Something's lacking. Oh, all right then. <laughs> I don't know. Just it's almost too real that like I wish it was real. Like it's different. It hits different, but also sad. I don't know what I'm that means, you. but okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just like inherently I feel like it's really nice, but also it just makes me miss you more. So I don't know if that's like. I also wouldn't consider this a date idea. I think that's the one thing that's missing for me. Because, like, I do this throughout the day. It's not just, like, a date night thing. That's true. Do you know what I mean? I think that's what is kind of holds it back. You wouldn't make an entire date just based on sexting. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Like, it's just, it's an activity. It's not a date, is my point of view. Anyways, the next idea is to play online games which is something we've been doing a lot of. I'm pretty sure we've all done it too during quarantine. I mean, me and Julia aren't the biggest quote-unquote traditional gamers. Like, we're not going to be on, like, the PC playing, like, Fortnite or, like, Valorant or, like, League of Legends. I don't even know what those things are, to or be 2K. honest. I googled, like, very popular games that people oh. are playing. Or Animal Crossing. We don't have a Switch, so. Yeah. Like, Sorry. it's not like 
I've been seeing people have like they go to like each other's islands and like have dates that way. Yeah, that's not us. We also didn't grow up playing Animal Crossing. So Yeah, so sue us if you hate us. Like it's yeah. not it's not us. I'm sure the hype is there, but I don't think we understand it. Anyway. Anyways, yeah, so like games that we've played and we really enjoy are Game Pigeon on iMessage is a really fun app that you can, you know, play games through text, Facebook Messenger games, Pictionary, um, Words with Friends are like two of our favorites. Crossword puzzles. Ooh, we haven't done a crossword in a while. Yeah, we haven't. But there's this really cool site that one of my friends showed me where you can essentially solve crossword puzzles with your friends. And it's really fun. They literally have every New York Times crossword puzzle out there. You pretty much just share the link with everyone else and you guys can all work on it together. I love it. We haven't done it in a while. I feel like we should. But yeah, definitely check that one out. It's really fun if if you and your significant other love puzzle type things. Yeah, and I think what's really cool, at least for us, especially when we were really, you know, starting to get good at it, was there's a feature to time yourself and really understanding, like, how you progress. So, for example, it might take you 20 minutes to solve the puzzle the first time. And then you go solve a puzzle of the same level of difficulty, and it takes you 15 minutes. And then you kind of, like, you and your partner kind of share this proud moment of, like, growth, where you guys really are improving. So it's kind of cool to improve at a skill with your partner. Also, side note, Monday crossword puzzles are the easiest and Sundays are the hardest. We wish I knew that go first because I think the first time I asked Julie to do it with me, we did like a Sunday because I thought those were like the most famous ones. So I'm like, oh, cool. This will be nice. And it was genuinely one of the hardest things I've ever done. I guess other cool games to play are Covidopoly is a coronavirus inspired monopoly. Uno can't go wrong with Uno. And one of the things we don't do that um, we do recommend is Jackbox games. We mentioned them in the last podcast, but we're cheap and we did not want to pay for them. So just literally Google free games online and you'll see so many. I realize I haven't even given a rating. I give this a 9 out of 10. I love this idea. How about you? I mean, I would give it a 10 out of 10. I really love games, especially when you're a competitive person and you love games like these or like competitive games at least. I know Mark is also really competitive, so it's a different kind of fun, I would say. And I feel like for me, one of my favorites is definitely the crossword puzzles because, I mean, it just uses a different part of your brain. It's, it's, it's whether you, like, I think the best thing is realizing that Mark has such a wide variety of random facts just stored in his head. And I'm like, how do you know these things? Or it's just like, who was like the baseball player who like had the most home runs in 2008 and like of course he's gonna know the answer I don't think he knows the specific answer to that but like (laughs) there are a lot of random facts that he just knows and I'm always so amazed and I also think with crossword puzzles obviously if you've ever if you've ever done like a New York Times one or something there's a lot of like really interesting plays on words and there's lots of puns and just it really forces you to be creative which I really like and yeah so I would give this a 10 out of 10 Okay, so the next idea is something Mark and I have done, which is to mail a care package. Hashtag support the USPS. Honestly, all you have to do is get a flat rate box. Those are seriously the best. They have different sizes. And obviously, I think if it's domestic shipping, if I'm not mistaken, you can fill those boxes up as long as it fits right with anything up to, I think, 50 pounds for like domestic. And I think for 
international, you can only fill it up to 20 pounds. I've looked into this, but I mean, like you can send it anywhere across the U.S. and it'll just cost that flat rate. Also, just buy stamps from the USPS if you can. They have really cute ones. I'm pretty sure you can even do custom ones. Support the USPS is all I'm trying to say here, but we've also written letters to each other, old-fashioned pen pal type stuff. I know we text literally all the time, but nothing beats, you know, sending someone a handwritten letter. And one thing that I like to do, which is also going to be mentioned later, I will spray like the perfume that I would wear onto the letters and it surprisingly sticks. So this this idea of sharing scents will come later on the list, but there are so many ways that you can show people that you care about them through letters. I feel like it's so nice to have that physical copy of someone's gratitude or care or appreciation from someone so yeah flat rate boxes are and just like mailing care packages are nice like you can share snacks you can send a hoodie <laughs> whatever it is really yeah no i think you never give it a rating oh right 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 10 out of 10 it's 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 one of the more costly date ideas but i do think it's definitely worth it obviously you don't have to send one every month or even every few months I feel like it's nice to maybe spend a few months collecting things and when you finally have the chance mail it in but yeah 10 out of 10 a little bit costly but I think it's worth it if you want to send someone something physical but yeah what do you think no I think it's worth it too uh currently I'm in the collection stage because I sent you a package in May I believe but I think it's great like like you said flat rate boxes awesome I think what I wanted to kind of take on is just expand on this idea of care packages and sending letters. And, you know, there are a lot of great other resources out there to, you know, get letters sent. So I had recently just sent using a service called Postable. They have really cute card designs and things of that nature. So really awesome service that you can kind of get a cute postcard to send to your significant other if you can't go out and get a card yet. Or you can always make a card. I think Julia has done a really good job. She makes her own cards. And like, honestly, I think they're way better than anything you can get in the store. And like, I don't know, it just leads to this sense of excitement. I think like we've talked, we've talked about this where it's always like, you want to have something to look forward to and knowing that your partner had sent you a package. It's like, okay, can it get here now? Can it get here now? Like, I get it. I mean, it's not Amazon prime shipping. Like, I guess for you, it's the same amount of time living in Hawaii. But for me, it's like Amazon, you know, it can be next day, like it'll be here, but like you have to wait a little bit. But I definitely think that patience pays off in a far greater reward. And it's definitely one of my favorite things. Next on the list is something safe to say Julie and I are probably not going to do, but it's to start a two-person book club. We're not really the biggest readers out there because we're hashtag stupid. And also, <laughs> we're reporting live as your last two brain cells. So... I mean, books are hard. What I will say is that we have we have talked about books before. And there are books that are common on our reading list. Yeah. So maybe we should, but we just haven't. I don't think either of us have time to read for fun right now. I feel like we're both pretty busy with our own things. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we're not, okay, we're not that stupid. I feel like we're more... Julie has a master's degree. She's very smart. Okay, I'm not there yet. But I think the point is, I think one thing that we have done that isn't, that's, I think, similar to this idea is I have like a collection of just chapters or excerpts or articles that have to do with public health. And I'll usually send them to Mark and ask them, ask him for his ideas on these 
like public health related readings. And so we'll discuss them after that. So I feel like if you don't really want to read an entire book, I think it would be really interesting to look at articles about whatever you're passionate in, whether it's public health like me. Um, I know Mark has sent me some articles on team building things. I'm pretty sure we've even gone through an article about the concept of like artificial intelligence and like singularity and things like that. So it doesn't have to be a full book. I think you could do things with, you know, articles or even, I don't know, like a magazine. <laughs> like sometimes we'll go through the the Costco Shop Connection <laughs> magazine that Costco sends you and go through whatever's in there. I feel like you can talk about anything really. I would, did you rate this? I think I would rate this a eight out, seven out of 10. I think seven and 7.5 out of 10. That's my final reading. Because I don't think we're, we have enough time to do a full book, but I think with smaller articles of reading, I think we could do. What about you? You know, I definitely think smaller articles are great. So if it was small articles, yeah, 7 out of 10. Longer books, probably a 5. I'm pretty neutral on the idea. I just think like similar to the dinner, fancy dinner, it just takes the right couple. But I love our like articles. I feel like it's just a great way to learn a new thing like i'm not gonna personally go out and seek public health articles but if i know it's something that i can share with julia then i actually will like we even did it last night on the as of recording this we did it last night and it was great so definitely encourage it Okay, so the seventh item on the list is to make a shared photo album. Essentially, the idea is to set up a collab collaborative photo album, either on your phone or something like Dropbox, and then go through the pictures while you're on the phone together. I mean, this is kind of cute. I feel like we should try this. I mean, I feel like we both actually have individual albums for each other. So I have like a Mark photo album on my phone, and he has a Julia photo album on his phone. And I feel like we could probably share those. I feel like that's smarter than trying to text you every single photo that we take when we're together. Why haven't we done this? This is actually really, really smart. <laughs> yeah, no, or like, it's just like, why isn't your airdrop working? Yeah. Is it on? But I feel like it's easier to keep track because once you airdrop something, you like obviously don't know. Like, it, you can't tell if those are your photos or if those are the photos from someone else. Anyway, but I think this is actually a really smart idea. I mean, it's also, we've, we've done this individually where we'll kind of go through our camera roll. We'll share our screens on Zoom and kind of go through some of the photos of some dates we've been on. And if we have some videos, we'll essentially walk down memory lane. But I feel like if you're able to make a collective album, you can probably, you'll probably have like two different perspectives. I feel like that's really cute. This, ty this type of idea is good for moments when you really want to like look back, you know, walk down memory lane, see how far you've come. And yeah, like that's, I really like this idea. I would honestly rate it a nine out of 10. This is really smart and it's very practical. Yeah, no, let's get on it. Um, I like it too. Like you said, we have individual ones. Might not, why not just combine? So yeah, nine out of 10. All right. Next up is to make a coupon book. I'm sure a lot of you guys have done this, whether, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, the like. I know my, the popular coupon in my house was I'll walk on your back massage as a little kid yeah except i quickly got too heavy so <laughs> those kind of the coupon was still valid it's just i don't think the customer wanted to cash it in <laughs> i think this is a cool idea i think 
making coupon books leads to a lot of you know creativity whether it's in the actual design of the actual coupons or the actual actions you take so hold up do you say coupons or coupons coupons but you just said coupon okay i don't know i just say the word but then how do you pronounce it do you just interchange sorry this is a total side note but i thought i found it so interesting because you said both because i've never i don't ever say coupon i say coupon because it says coop you know like a yeah <laughs> i don't even know <laughs> sorry to confuse you go on about your coupon books so the coupon book is a cool idea yeah what would you rate it i think it's a seven out of ten i think the problem in it is that sure you can do this as a date but then you will have to wait to cash it in a lot later and also that implies that like you'll be in person at some point i feel like that's not like not necessarily I feel like you could arrange for some stuff. I mean, maybe for yours, it's like, I won't bother you while you play 2K or I guess next time I see you can touch my boobs. Like, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) I see. But I'm just saying, I feel like I would rate it probably a 9 out of 10. I'm a really creative person, so I think I would try to make a really cute coupon book, really showcase my barely there artistic talents. Um, I think I could really... mad artistic talents. Thank you. Not really, but I think I would try to make really creative coupons, stuff like I won't bother you while you play 2K or cash this in if you want me to order you some sparkling water, you know, things like that. Things that I know he likes that I've done for him before. And I don't think you necessarily have to be in person together, although I feel as if most of them would end up having to be an in-person thing. But I like the idea because as you mentioned before, it goes along the lines of something to look forward to. And I really think you could get creative with this. Maybe one of the coupons could be write me a letter or whatever, whatever, you know? So I really like this idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the next idea is something else that we've already done and it's to curate playlists for each other. This is a super duper easy thing to do. All you have to do is really find one of those 30 day song challenges. Do you remember those that you saw on Instagram, everyone sharing? Well, you can just literally find them on Google. That's it. Easy peasy. So essentially what Mark and I would do is we'd take one of these 30-day challenges and make a playlist for the month and we'd share songs. You can either share songs at the end of the 30 days, but we chose to share songs um, every day and be like, this is what song reminds me for this prompt and things like that. And so also it's a good way to find music that you've never heard before. I definitely found a lot of songs that Mark likes that I had no idea of and this goes same goes um, for him. I think I would rate this a 10 out of 10 because it's so easy and there really isn't much to it. And you also get to find new songs. I feel like there's really nothing wrong with this idea. What do you think? You know, absolutely. 10 out of 10. Julia's playlists are banging. I don't know your Spotify profile or else I would shout it out. But it's awesome. Like, it was really fun daily just kind of going hey, hey, like, are you ready? Like, can we share songs now? Like, it brings something to the day that's a little different where, like, maybe you and your partner both have really busy days or you're going to be in the middle of stuff, but if you carve out, you know, 15 minutes, you guys can both share your songs. It's really awesome. I think you kind of, like Julie had mentioned, I just learned a lot about Julie's music taste. I feel like we have very different music taste, 
and that was evident, but not really to the extent of which. And to have a curated playlist by her of her top picks. I mean, heck, I have her playlist downloaded. Like, I listen to it in the shower. It's that good. So, huge fan. Yeah, I really like this idea. And it's really easy. It's free. And if you don't have Spotify... um, W-I-D, my dude. But also, I guess, if you're not a student, I don't know. But I'm I'm sure you could make playlists other ways. I'm sure... I wouldn't I mean, there are other no streaming other... services. I guess if you have Apple Music, can you? I'm sure you can do that, right? Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, you can make playlists. I could honestly go really old school and make a CD. Although I think most computers nowadays don't even have a CD thing, so maybe never mind. Or make a Google Drive. See, you can really do anything. Yeah. Just YouTube to MP3, <laughs> and then you know upload it to your Google Drive, and then that's what you do. Lovely. All right. Next up is Exchange. Do you smell that? Exchange Sense. Woo! All right. The article actually states that the olfactory sense is strongly connected to memory, which from personal experience is very true. Whenever Julia writes me letters, like she alluded to earlier in the podcast, she sprays her perfume and it's honestly the best. Like, even now, like, I don't actually have the smell with me. Like, the letters in my drawer like in my folder where i keep all of my things julia sends me but i'm genuinely like tearing up from like thinking about the smell of it because it genuinely smells like she's so close like it's like she's in the next room over like doing something and she's gonna come back and it just genuinely feels like so warm and so like fuzzy 10 out of 10 like this is honestly the strongest like a hard hard 10 out of 10 like this is one of my favorite things 10 out of 10 I mean, it is true, though, that the olfact, like olfaction is strongly connected to memory, which is because I feel like the sense of smell is pretty underrated, but it really can jog up a lot of good or bad memories, I would say. Um, But even from the very beginning, so Mark either used to smell like the Dove men's deodorant and now he smells like Old Spice because I told him to get Old Spice because I prefer the smell of Old Spice at one point when we first had to go long distance he gave me his remaining remainder of uh dove deodorant so i could have it and so i could spray it on some of his clothes that i had and it really just feels like he's there it it's truly amazing and he recently also sent me his hoodie that still smells like him and he also gave me an old spice deodorant that i could use if i ever wanted to smell like him i guess but oh and also fyi if you want to know what my scents are it's either Mark Jacobs' Daisy Dream or a Replica's Beach Walk. Those are my two signature scents. They're pretty distinct. If you know what they smell like, that's what I smell like. And um, I also love this 10 out of 10. And I think one of the easiest ways to do it is to probably just spray it on a letter or buy whatever deodorant or cologne perfume body wash <laughs> your significant other uses because it can it's definitely one of those ideas that can really hit a soft spot it really is oh, something yeah. super emotional um whatever the science is behind olfaction and memory i don't really know too much about it but <laughs> 11 honestly 11 out of 10 it's one of the best ways to feel closer to your partner when you're oh for breaking out of the scale 15 out of 10 also I didn't mean to, for you to put the deodorant on you. I meant to put the deodorant on my clothes. 
Well, I mean, I also like the scent of Old Spice, so there really isn't anything wrong with me putting it on myself. But I get what you mean, yeah. You right, you right. Okay, so the next thing on the list is to... This is what the article says. It says, to motivate each other to sweat. So <laughs> we've been in quarantine for, let's say, five months? Yeah, five months. Holy crap. Holy Anyway, so that's five months. And I've honestly been working out regularly since March. And I want to go ahead and say Mark and I have only worked out once together. Not necessarily because he doesn't want to, but we also just have different... Like, the, the times at which I work out don't really correspond well to when he has to work. So that's why we don't work out. And I don't really like working out in the afternoon or evening. So that's why we don't work out. But um, I guess... This one isn't something that I think would work well for us. So I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a 3 out of 10. I actually don't really like working out with other people. I prefer to work out independently. So I would say this is a 3 out of 10. I'll work out, but there's no need for me to work out with someone else or have someone else hold me accountable. I think I can hold myself accountable when it comes to working out. So to me, it's a three out of 10. To other people who love to work out with others and do like virtual yoga together or virtual Zumba classes, that's fine. Or people who run together or like share their runs with each other. I don't run, but if it works for you, then it works for you. But personally, not one of my favorite ideas. Yeah, working out is hard. Uh, Two out of 10. Um, like Chloe Ting Hu, like she's pretty hard on the YouTubes. But like like Julia said, I think um our schedules don't really match up to work out together. I guess the only way I motivate Julia to like work out is that like I'll be like, I have a meeting now and she'll be like, Oh, I guess I'll go then. So if that, I'm killing the motivation game. But in terms of actually motivating to do it together. Yeah, no, we did it one time. Did a fun class, though. Yeah, so if it works for you, it works for you. But not really our vibe. But what is our vibe is this next one on the list, which is binge-watching the same TV show. I mean, we've all done this, like, even pre-quarantine. I was about to say post-quarantine. We're not there yet. You know, still wear your mask, socially distance, all that good jazz. But... I mean, who doesn't love this? Like getting wrapped up in a show, not knowing what's going to happen together, being like, oh my God, like you always have something to talk about with it. Truly, truly beautiful. I mean, throughout this quarantine, we've watched a lot of different shows like Tiger King, um, Crash Landing on You, Descendants of the Sun. Those last two are both Korean dramas. And I think that's been something that with quarantine, you know, we're all thirsty for content. That's why you should be listening to this podcast. But... I mean, Julia's really introduced me to this whole new world of Korean dramas, and it's been pretty dope. I yeah. mean, Yoon Se-ri, like, that's what's up. No, oh, yeah. Korean dramas? I mean, here's the thing. Every summer I watch a Korean drama. I might even re-watch a Korean drama. So this is nothing new for me. Aside from binge-watching Korean dramas and Tiger King and a bunch of Netflix classic series like Queer Eye and things like that, we actually binge-watched the entire Marvel series in chronological order from beginning to end. We literally went all the way from Captain America to Endgame 
we haven't watched the Spider-Man that comes after that. Not just yet. We will eventually. But that's also one thing. So if you really want to get into watching the whole Marvel series, it's all online. That took a lot of time. took a lot of energy. <laughs> Some movies are better than others. Some definitely suck. Which um, ones suck? Thor? Okay, yeah. Like, Thor is just... Thor the Dark World. It's funny you like Thor the Dark World better. Because, like, I feel like... The third Thor is definitely the best. Yeah, they went with a change in director. I know, but I'm saying that the second Thor is still better than the first one. Interesting. But the first two are far worse than the third one. Yeah, the third one slapped. Anyway, so if you want to watch the entire Marvel series or want to watch it again, or you could watch the Harry Potter series, really whatever series. You can watch the Twilight series for all I care whatever you're into it's so i mean nowadays there's netflix party you can share your screen on zoom there's this thing called scener where you can essentially video chat while watching it together but the thing is both of you have to have the account um i mean there's so many things nowadays to be able to watch things in real time but yeah this is or how would you rate it i think i would say this is a solid nine out of ten yeah no it's nine out of ten it's it's pretty lit yeah pretty lit Okie dokie. So the next thing is to go house hunting. So we're not going to obviously buy a house or rent an apartment anytime soon, but that does not mean we can't look at $20 million homes in Beverly Hills on Zillow. FYI, good places to live for relatively, or I don't want to say relatively cheap because a million dollars isn't cheap, nor is 900. Like, you know what I mean? I think the best places to get your value or Minnetonka, Minnesota, it's popping. Hard Park, <laughs> Kansas, also fire. And Dude, like anywhere in Texas, like we've seen some pretty spectacular places there. Yeah. Wherever there's a lot of land, land is probably also cheap. So you could probably find a nice house. Not that we ever really want to move to these places. <laughs> wait, 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 what? What? Dude, I was really under the impression we were moving to Minnetonka, Minnesota. I mean, we could. <laughs> I mean, the reason we bring these up is like you can get, I mean, for what, like 700K, it's like five bedrooms, four bathrooms, a pool, a deck, a basement, a bar. Like, keep in mind also, we're coming from like California and Hawaii, where like the cost of living is ridiculous. Like, a million dollars gets you like a door. Yeah. In Hawaii, if you know, they once released that article that said $90,000 of income per year is considered low income. Like, tell me now that that is not absurd. And that's really truly because cost of living here is extremely high. And the same obviously goes for California. So when we start seeing these homes with like brand new kitchen, huge master bedroom, a jacuzzi. Walk-in closet. Like, we see one with, like, a sauna in it. Yeah, and then they're less than a million dollars. You can't get that here. If you try to get that in here or in California, you're spending at least $10 million. Isn't that crazy? Anyway, aside from that, um, oh, I love this. The only reason I don't love it is because we can't buy these houses. (laughs) 
so I would give it like an eight out of ten. Also, recently I just found my my dream home in Napa, California. Don't tell them where it is because I want it to be mine. <laughs> but it's, it's truly my dream home, and I found it, and, and it's on sale. And I mean, not on sale. It's for sale. <laughs> it's not in my budget at all. It's like over a million dollars. I can't afford it, but. It really is just a fun activity because I feel like it kind of shows you what's available, you know, when you want to start to buy a house. Okay, I'm nowhere near trying to buy a house or move into an apartment, but it gives you something to aspire to, I think, you know? So what do you think, Mark? I agree. I mean, I love going on Zillow. Like, you know, I think my big thing is, you know, like looking at schools in the area and stuff like that, trying to find like the nice neighborhoods. And like really trying to get out of your um, not comfort zone, but just out of where you live and just trying to see what's popping in other states. Obviously, me and Julia both live on the West Coast and in Hawaii. So we try to look at, you know, the Midwest and, you know, East Coast, things like that, just to kind of see what else is out there. I'd rate this, you know, 9 out of 10 fun, but I look at my bank account and I'm like NVM. All right, so the penultimate thing on this list was learning something new. I must say that Julia is a big smarty pants, so I learn something new from her almost every day, especially when she's studying. I'm like, dear God, these are words? Like, what's happening? As well, um, Julia can speak more to this, but she's picked up her own new hobby that she can talk about. And arguably, this whole podcasting thing that we're doing is kind of this new thing that me and Julia have like, kind of picked up together. And, I mean, our podcast is called Date Night, so I'd argue that it is Date Night tonight. Julia, do you want to let them know what that hobby is? Yeah, so I recently, well, so I've always wanted to learn how to embroider, you know, the needlepoint thing where you can, like, make designs. I even learned how to cross-stitch, which is when you make, like, the little boxes and it kind of, I mean, it's pretty explanatory. Or you can Google it. I don't know how to describe it well. So Mark actually, so I had been mentioning to Mark that I'd always wanted to learn how to embroider. And so he got me an embroidery kit with a bunch of stencils and it taught me how to do different types of stitches and it was really fun and I'm still doing it. I've embroidered one pocket tee so far um, just to like practice, I guess. But yeah. I think that finding a new hobby is a really good idea, especially maybe something that you haven't had the chance to try yet. And embroidery embroidery was that for me. And I agree with Mark. This whole podcasting thing is kind of out of my wheelhouse. I would have never thought to do this. I do talk a lot, so I might as well put it to somewhat of a good use if someone likes to hear us talk. (laughs) And... I really think that you can really learn a lot from your significant other. I think it's pretty easy for Mark and I, considering we both want careers in two very, very different fields. Because I'm studying for uh, the MCAT now, Mark is just always hearing about orgo things or biochem things or physics things. And I think that's how he learns most of this stuff. And the fact that I start school soon, I'm going to be learning new things and it'll be nice to share them with Mark. It really is something to keep you, keep you on your toes during this quarantine thing. Kind of keeps you from going degenerate. 
<laughs> oh yeah. No, like you know, keeping keeping everything sharp, keeping everything. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things I've learned from Mark in quarantine is what he actually does for his job because God knows I would never be able to understand anything business people do. Um, yeah. <laughs> Not to be facetious. I really have learned a lot of what Mark does for work and I think it's super fascinating. And yeah, just learn things. I mean, that's a lifelong thing, right? If you don't really yeah. want to learn things, you kind of stay static, which is not the best thing. And plus, with a lot of free time now, there really isn't any excuse to wait till tomorrow to start a new thing. Because there's like 50 more tomorrows <laughs> since mm -hmm. we can't really go out. But yeah. Yeah, I just also don't have the dexterity to do embroidery. Like, I have pretty non-dexterous hands and pretty chubby hands. So just not conducive to success so just watching julie i'm enamored by her dexterity so yeah learn something new i mean it's a 10 out of 10 i don't know what else to say because you really should be learning things not necessarily always but it's it's good it's a good thing to do yeah 10 out of 10 i mean if you're not growing you're fading i don't know how the quote actually goes <laughs> but it's like you know, you always need to be cont continuously improving or else you're just worse. If anything, getting better is just maintaining. So um, really do believe in that idea. I think it's awesome. We'll do it again. Okay. So the final idea from this article is to go stargazing. And, you know, this is going to sound really cheesy, but as long distance couples, sometimes all we can take comfort in is the fact that we're both under the same sky as our partners Aww. except okay except when you're three hours apart and soon to be six hours apart when i'm looking at the sky at 6 a.m it's not the same sky he's looking at at noon so this is you know not really possible for us because of our time zones i feel as if if we were in the same city but couldn't see each other, I guess we'd both look at the sky. I just don't know if this would work for us. Also, we both live in cities. I mean, I live in the suburbs, but you still can't see any light, like any stars in the sky because it's the suburbs. There's yeah, too it has much... to be really dark for it to be like some semblance of stars. I mean, I'm sure there's a virtual way to do this, right? I'm sure there's a I site mean, yeah. out there to virtually look at stars in the sky i don't even really know what constellations are do you have any do you know Dude. any constellations orion's I mean, the big... bell okay i know there's like the big dipper and the little dipper but i there is no way i could look up in the sky someone tell, tells me julia the big dipper is right there i'm just i'm not gonna know what it is wait aren't the astrology signs also constellations Yes, but that doesn't mean... You're into that sort of thing. Okay, I'm not really into... The only thing I'm into with astrology is the fact that I'm a Scorpio. That's really all there is to it. There's nothing more I know about astrology other than what Kosar tells me about my day. So, <laughs> I, I'm, I know nothing about constellations, but what are your guys' favorite constellations? Maybe you and your significant other can look up into the sky and be like, wow, Orion's belt, beautiful. And then... Talk about your horoscopes? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I remember that. like in science class, like that was a thing. I had to look up like constellations and know what constellations were. It's sad that I can't remember them now. 
Can you even see the stars in California? N- n- not particularly, no. That's why. Where would but you like, look it was, at them? No, but it was curriculum. Like, you had to, like, like, they'd give you a map, and then you would, like, have all these, like, dots, and you'd have to be, like, okay, I can find the Big Dipper here, or the North Star is this one, or, you know, Taurus is over here, or I uh, can't remember other constellation X I or mean, Y. I've actually seen the stars when I've been to kind of outside of the city, been to some campgrounds and it's pretty dark there. You can see the stars pretty well. Or you could go to a planetarium, but I wouldn't recommend going out to a planetarium because social distancing. <laughs> but so honestly, I'll rate this like a th- two out of 10 because it's not really practical for long distance relationships when you're in completely different time zones. If you're both on the West Coast, both on the East Coast, I'm sure it would work okay, but Mark and I are never in the same time zone except for when we're both in school, except for now. But yeah, I don't know if this one's that good. Agreed. Two out of ten. Like, it's hard. The logistics suck. Just not the move. I also think, like, even if you're on the same coast, like, the sun will set in LA at, like, you know, 7, 8 p.m., But in Seattle, if you were living in Seattle, it sets at like 10 or 11. So it really is only like a same like city thing. So it's like, is that even long distance? I doubt it. So like, don't come (laughs) at me with like stargazing bullshit. Okay, it's not the worst idea. If there are virtual ways to do it and people are super into looking at the stars and astrology or even using the stars to navigate, that's a really good idea. But that is nowhere near any of our interests. So... It's a pretty low-ranking thing. All right, guys. I'm going to look it up. Me and Julie are going to do it. We'll report <laughs> okay. back later. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, we're probably going to hate it and switch to one of the better options on this list. Like going back to Minnetonka, Minnesota, baby. So now that Mark and I have gone through all of these ideas for quarantine date ideas... We have a better understanding of things that we probably want to try out, things we're probably never going to do, and things that we're going to continue on doing, such as playing Covidopoly or watching Queer Eye on Netflix. And so we hope that maybe if you started long distance in quarantine, these ideas helped you come up with things that you guys might want to try too. And hopefully this helps. Yeah, guys. So this has been fun. It's been good. It's been great. We would like to thank you again for the privilege of your time. And we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Cue the outro music, baby.